everybody, what's going on? And welcome to the Kryptonaut Podcast. I am Mark Storrs, and with me as always is... Chris Carnafuckin'Sally. And... Wow. Nicely done. That's right, bitch. Robert Morphy. Thank you all so very much for Swing. joining us. Uh, top of the show, Patreon, as always. Shout-outs to our Patreon supporters. It means so much to us. That is uh, Kryptonaut, or I'm sorry, Patreon.com slash Kryptonaut Podcast. You can join there. One dollar will get you a shout out. It will. And we have uh, shout outs coming on a couple more episodes. A glorious shout out. Uh, Five dollars will get you a shout out and some bonus audio content. Some crazy, illicit, awesome shit. We just recorded a Patreon episode actually for September. Yeah. Yeah. That- We're going to apologize if you hear this before. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. there, there's either going to be heavy editing. We went down some crazy roads. Hey, look at man. Maybe. This- it happens. It's what Patreon's about, just though. Just pretend you didn't hear what he just said. Exactly. You, you might not know. <laughs> Maybe you're going to hear behind it. the curtain and knowing how fucked up we actually are. Exactly. So uh, thank you all so very much to everyone that supports us over there. And, of course, thank you all to all of our listeners, Patreon or not. We Absolutely. Appreciate, you guys fucking rule. We appreciate the support, and we are extremely, extremely <laughs> impressed in... Oh, Chris is taking my beer. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's going to be an antic-filled pot, I can tell yes, already. We are very impressed, as I was saying, uh, with the interaction on our Facebook fan group and all the comments and questions and suggestions and interactions we get from people can on I the socials. Can I our audience yes. in one way? Please, if you have an opinion on anything, positive or negative, put it out there because... I fucking just for personal reasons. I love reading them. I love reading. Yo, what people no, me like. too. I love reading what people maybe don't like as much. Um, things that you know might guide kind of the direction of maybe even stories we pick. Because I mean, I'll I'll be honest. It's sort of out of a fucking hat. Anything that like strikes my fancy, it week could to happen. Week yeah, is what happens. We don't have like a fucking. We don't have a three month plan. No, nope. much less anything else. So um, you know, just for my own edification and sheer enjoyment. Fucking, if you have a feeling, write it. If you have a thought and opinion, write it. Because I fucking love reading it. So what you do is if you got anything that you want to let Bobby know. Please. Go to the Facebook fan Bobby. group. Post it up and tag him in it. Do it. And then on Facebook, he'll get his notifications. I will. And you know what? I still try to check all the Facebook shit. And um, I don't know. What is it called when you look but don't interact? There's an internet word. It's not troll. What is it called? Like Insta stalking? I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm sorry. But anyway, I, I do read but not read. our Instagrams because I, I don't have Instagram or Twitter. Oh, yeah, but I can't access it on my tablet. So I still oh, read the comments there. Even though it. sometimes I would like to respond, I can't because that would probably be like a three-step process to sign up, and that's not what's going to happen it's in not, my it's life. A, it's a, it's I can a, barely deal with the shit I do. It's a username and a password that's all Oh, about. God. No, and, and on your tablet Done. you have a camera. Oh, what, yeah, yeah. No, what is this? Orwellian future? While I fucking read other people's comments? No, it's Instagram. It's what it's about. It's posting pictures. That's not for me. Oh, God but what it. I do is you you deal with the Instas and the Twitters. You I know do. That. I enjoy the Instas. What I like and the to do is just like creep on there and read them and go, oh, that was a really yes. cool comment, or oh, that's a good idea. Okay. All right. Oh. So I said my piece, but on Facebook I will actively interact. So please. Um, if you think it, write it. Yeah, go ahead, tag tag Rob on your Instagram or your Facebook posts in the group, oh, and he will see them. Um, so let's get started. We are dealing with this is going to be part one of a two part. Indeed, it's our third two parter. And this is our third two parter. We're talking about the Dubno abductors. We are indeed Dubno. In 2008, a Ukrainian couple claimed to have been snatched up by curious creatures from another world. But while many aspects of their experience mirror those of classic alien abduction lore, there were a few strange twists that transformed this case from a run-of-the-mill extraterrestrial encounter into one of the most bizarre interplanetary kidnappings 
on the books. Indeed. Run of the mill. Extraterrestrial. You know, that sounds sounds like a misnomer, doesn't it? I know know what you're saying. Grays, butt probes, fucking in and out. Glorious. Lights, lights, asses. Constant hypnotic regression and fucking paranoia of the sky. Unless it's going to be the Nordics and then you're just like, it was awesome. Nobody gets taken by the fucking Nordics anymore. Because they just show up. Like, that was in the 50s. Like, you had, like, a couple of Swedes come up, give you a hand job, and tell you everything was going to be okay. That was an abduction in 1953. Yeah, well, they're over it. That shit's over now. (laughs) So it doesn't (laughs) happen. It's like like a horror show of fucking experimentation and... uh, aloof grays they're like the girls in fucking middle school that were too good to talk to you all right so let's get back to dubno all right dubno is a city in ukraine i'm going to fucking deal with that in a second this abduction uh as as mark pointed out in the introduction it just it seems like it has all the standard highlights and not to say there's not fascinating standard abductions but there are fucking things that just fucking fuck it up and make it weird you're going to see this in part one or hear this you will also hear it even more so in part two so it is an audio format, yes. Yeah. They will hear it. I, I, I know. Yeah. I say C. I know. Metaphorically. We all, we all do. I always say metaphorically when I really don't know what I mean, even though I know it's not a metaphor for anything. No. Metaphorically, we'll see it. Okay. Yeah. Situated. You know how we're going to fucking do it. Yeah, I'm glad it's not nestled. Geography. No. <laughs> well, I've done nestled for a while because Mark right, loved it. I do. I like it. It's but, cool. you know, you got to remember, too, when I'm writing, a lot of times, maybe I'm not super sober and <clears throat> I don't realize I'm being redundant. Okay. Situated. In the southeastern pocket of the Ukraine near the I. Ikva? I might be saying that wrong. Ikva River. Ikva, yeah. I think it's Ikva River. In the Riven Oblast province is the city of Dubno. As of 2017, Dubno supported a population of just under 40,000. But on a cold night sometime in the winter of 2008, the population was lessened by two souls thanks to an alleged incursion by extraterrestrial intelligences. Just as a side note, I guess this is a pod edit note, um, we were going to possibly sing this whole episode. Yeah, we were. And we had a little a little uh, we did practice. A little test. We, and you and I, I thought yeah, we, we did. were. I thought, I thought we did. We, we were, harmonized well. And Chris did, wasn't. You put the kibosh on it. Yeah, I he, he have looked. No. 30% of a voice. Okay. Well, yeah. I said this when I was peeing. You could have went, oh, and done the backing. I mean, I was thinking oh, like, I need my full range. Okay. You know, like a little rhythmic yeah. rhyming. You just want like a Gregorian chant shenanigans. I know. I want a Dio episode, so that's why I need to be oh, in. Oh, we can't. But Chris, Dio, Mark and I listen, cannot fucking possibly live up to Dio that Dio is about feeling. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah. also it about range. It, not he necessarily. Voice. Yeah. All you have to do is feel it. All right. Well, so sadly, one of these days we're going to feel Dio and do it. Yes. Is that a Maybe we'll have to a singing episode. Not yeah. a whole I episode. I can't fucking <laughs> sing. I mean, I can't sing at all. No, but we know. 20 yeah, seconds. Yeah, no, you know. 20 seconds. All right, fine. Not so, a full episode. So there is your pod edit note for the episode. Um, you know, oh, On January 11th, 2008, 34-year-old martial arts instructor Vladimir Voroneshki, I love that name, was enjoying a quiet evening at home with his 29-year-old wife, Olga, and their three children, Vanessa, 9, Angelica, 8, and their 18-month-old son, Arthur. The family had no clue that in a few short hours, their placid lives would be turned upside down by invaders from out of this world. As the sun began to settle on the horizon, Olga asked her daughters if they would go to a nearby store to pick up some things for her. Vanessa and Angelica happily headed out, having no idea that on their trip home from the shop, they would have a sighting that would herald a dramatic shift in the lives of those of their closest loved ones. The initial incident began, as so many momentous events do, with an insignificant variation in the environment. 
The subtle change that the sisters noticed was a small, spherical white light soaring swiftly through the darkening skies above their hometown. The girls paused to stare at this astronomical oddity and noted that it also had an odd red and yellow flashing light that seemed to be oscillating around its perimeter. With what must have been both a rush of fright and exhilaration, Vanessa and Angelica rushed home to tell their parents that they had seen a flying star that seemed to have followed them home. Oh, it followed them. Oh, yeah. it's the star of Christ. You know, if it's a puppy, oh, yeah. that's all right. Yeah, even a kitten. If it, as long as, if you get, as long as you get your rabies shots and yeah. you don't die of rabies, you're you, good. You I there. survived. You did. I'm a survivor. You're a rabies survivor. I'm a rabies survivor. Chris yeah. is a Sid survivor. Yeah, exactly. I am a double according, yeah, survivor. According to Peyton, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Okay. Olga, ever the pragmatic mother, told her daughters that they had probably just seen the lights of a plane or perhaps a satellite. But the girls insisted that the object had been round with no visible wings and strange moving lights. Vanessa and Angelica then retreated into their separate bedrooms and drew what they had seen. Both Vladimir and Olga were skeptical, but they were also impressed enough by the similarities in the images that when their daughters insisted they go outdoors to have a look for themselves, they capitulated. At approximately 9 p.m., the incredulous couple stepped outside and was shocked to discover what appeared to be an undulating, amorphous, self-illuminated object hovering high above the nearby Ikva River. Olga quickly snapped a photo with her cell phone, but only managed to capture what appeared to be an elongated yellow smudge with a black background. Uh, Old school, 2008 yeah. cell phones, yeah. dark night. So you got to get like an iPhone, like, like XR or like a what Galaxy we, S or what something. What kills me is I really wish we would have like a fucking Phoenix Lights event now where everyone's got like the most yeah. high def shit in their back pocket. And then you would get literally yeah, 20,000 videos of the greatest UFO encounter ever instead of sketchy fucking stories and phones still VHS. cannot capture stuff that like a dslr can yeah but it would still be well there'd be a few dslr yeah, it, cameras be, probably in phoenix too yeah, but totally. or wherever this could happen <laughs> my be, fantasy event that i need to happen no soon. i well i know yeah, i right. hope i hope it does are you gonna like force this event to happen you're gonna like plan i'm it? willing it i'm wishing it. Well, you can probably do it with a couple can of you sigil this happen is this for gonna me? Be, i probably could is this gonna be like your watchman moment though oh my god it would be grand well you like you summon the weird the starro looking creature Oh, like my yeah. Ozymandias yeah. moment? Oh, the, I, the, I, from the comic. Where I, where yeah. I bring yeah. the evil of the cosmos to like bind the human race. Yeah. I wasn't thinking that but big. Then it turns out I was it just wasn't. thinking I'm a geek and I really want a lot of video right. of a UFO. Well, if you want me, I'll, yeah, that's, I'll what, that's all I want. But if you need me to be the pariah that brings together the human race right. because of a false alien threat, I'll do this. This sigil might break me and us, but we'll think. We'll see what, what right, we we're going to work do. on it later. All right, cool. We're going to get back on point right now. Awesome. Okay. After staring at the anomalous object for quite some time, Olga and Vladimir decided that they'd spent enough time trying to figure out what was floating above the river and that their parental duties had to take precedence over this ethereal light show. To that end, the couple whipped up a late supper for themselves and their children, then decided to turn in for the night, resolving themselves to the fact that, despite their overwhelming curiosity, the mystery of the skies, this mystery, excuse me, of the skies, would have to remain unsolved. Do you at least call someone to report it? Like I would. The local Every, I've cops? never seen a UFO and not called Chris. Yeah, exactly. Like, immediately. That is true. It's like, dude! I mean, couldn't Vladimir call, like, the dojo and, but guys, I gotta report, I gotta report this the to you. The dojo? The t- yeah, he's, well, he is he's a martial a, arts martial instructor, arts, so uh, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Who's gonna, be at, call? who's gonna be at the dojo at that point, though? Yeah, uh, Dave? Know, like, Dave might be there. No, you, Igor, you call, you call, Yuri, like, you, Igor. I'm trying to think of fucking, oh my god, really? Iron Curtain names. Yeah. Uh, not, is the, that race? Is now my no, Iron Curtain race? No, but it's just, it's, it's so on the nose. Yeah. 
Ivan, I don't know. Ivan, yeah, that is. You just... call your dojo like you like the fucking like your ninja crew, and you're like, guys, we got some fucking things happening. Got some here. anomalous or shit maybe above my house. Like, I don't know the fucking police or some. But shit. not only did they not call anyone, they're just like, fuck it, we got to make dinner and go to bed. Yeah. You know what? Which, and you know, you know what it is? It's a weird kind of. I, I guess, like, I say it's amorphous. It's moving. There's some weird shit. You're like, huh? You know what? Though, but it's over the river, and you're like, the kids got to eat. They got to go to bed. It's a school night. I'm yeah, assuming. As a parent, I could see me being like, you know what, man? I get it. There's a fucking floating pyramid with fucking angels and fire. But you know what? It's late. I gotta, All right. I if to I bed. saw that, I'd never stop I have watching. To go to I said, I would chair. never sleep again. Yeah, no. Probably <laughs> the fucking angelic pyramid of fire. When you're dealing yeah. with kids in the school night, you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. Probably because I'm a sapsu. It's funny anyway. in real life. I realize shit takes precedence, and you do other things but whenever i'm reading a story about like some fascinating event from whenever and people are like and after they watched it for 15 minutes they decided to go inside i'm always like the fuck you did yeah any yeah. anytime we talk about this like some shit happened they had to run away and they had to fight and then like they were tired and decided to get some sleep i'm like no. the fuck they did <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly <laughs> They were up forever and crying <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> with guns and martial arts equipment yeah yeah, that's what really happened. Yeah, exactly. You don't just eat a ham sandwich and go to bed. No. No, not, not after all. some of this crazy shit no. goes down. All right, Robert, continue. All right. As they pulled up the sheets and settled into bed, Vladimir and Olga had no way of knowing that before the first light of dawn, they would be in possession of more information than they could ever care to have regarding the bright UFO and the bizarre beings who occupied it. Oh. A little foreshadowing for that ass. Oh, man. At approximately 2 a.m., Vladimir woke with a start. He wasn't sure what had startled him into awareness, but once he pried his eyes open, he could see that his entire bedroom seemed to be illuminated by a vivid violet light that was tinged with a white aura. Mm. Exhausted, Vladimir attempted to wake his wife, but Olga refused to open her eyes and in a low murmur told him that he was only dreaming. In his stupor, that was all the encouragement Vladimir needed to close his eyes against the intruding light and fall back asleep. I don't know, Vlad. I don't know if that's what you do, dude. I don't know. You know, I've been so tired. You got to at least get up and be like, Like, I've slept through every earthquake, and we don't have many earthquakes in upstate New York. Yeah, no, me too. I've never. But when it happens, like, I remember I opened my eyes for a brief second and seen some shit, like, shaking on my dresser, especially when I was a kid. I'm like... Yeah, that shit's for tomorrow. <laughs> I didn't get up alarmed and like get in the doorway. I and, never like, got that myself. far. I'm like, fuck that. Fuck wow. that noise. All right. All right. Yeah, so I, maybe I never got that there's far. There's some bright light coming in. You maybe think, I don't know, there's a new club across the way. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> yeah, a new club across the way. They, they, they open during the night. <laughs> well, Ukraine 2008. Fucking goes down. A traveling rave? Oh, that was all the man, hype shit back a, then. There's a traveling rave. There's, a, there's oh, an the EDM club happening. It's like something wicked this way comes, but with a lot more lights and pacifiers. That's what I picture. They just evenly set up in the middle of the night. Exactly. But it's a like, dance fucking party. Welcome to the rave. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, three in the morning. If only Bradbury could write it for us. <laughs> oh, right, oh my right. God. Evil rave. The traveling Russian rave. <laughs> I like it. But not every member of the Voroneshki clan could so easily dismiss this invasive display of the super rave. The family's youngest daughter, Angelica, grew anxious as a powerful orange light began to filter in through the slats in her Venetian blinds. Isn't that classic close encounters? 100%. Bathing her room in an eerie glow. The beam grew in intensity until its luminosity started to irritate the little girl's eyes. The now terrified Angelica threw back her covers, raced into her parents' bedroom, and started to shake her slumbering mother. Olga woke up to the sound of her sobbing child and, still half asleep, attempted to comfort her. 
That's when she happened to glance upward and all traces of weariness drained from her body to be replaced by wholesale horror. Wholesale. What did she see? For this discount rate on terror? Sheer panic. Olga grabbed her daughter and vigorously shook her husband. Vladimir's eyes fluttered open and in a panicked voice his wife commanded him to look up. The drowsy father did as he was told and was shocked to find that the ceiling over their bedroom had completely disappeared or mm. at least had been rendered rendered inexplicably transparent. Okay. So you wake up, your daughter comes and shakes you. She saw the orange light, you had the violet light in your room. The wife wakes up because, you know, a distraught child, looks up and sees some shit, wakes up the husband, he looks up and also sees some shit, and that's some shit. So you the, expect to have a collectively they see some like shit. The roof of your beautiful Russian ranch is gone. Ukrainian. But yes. Ukrainian, yeah. Sorry. Or, or translucent. I, it's kind of vague okay. what if they right. see it or see through it. Weird. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Right. Like say, right. It, well, no, it's it's transparent. It's comp- so okay, it's so... either gone or transparent. I'm rooting for transparent at this point. Like I, right, I would, right. Who knows? Maybe I mean maybe they're fucking alien roofers and they just took maybe that shit just, off. Yeah, they're like, hey, time guys, to retile. Guys, guess what? You got two layers. Code says you can only have two before you guys tear off, get a new one. Because guess who's getting a new roof next year, boys? That's you. This guy right so you here. You know it all. I already got it. my right. roof figured out. So this is not where the fucked up shit ends. Okay. Seeing the canopy of stars above them was not, however, what incited the terror they felt. The genesis of their distress was the colossal disc-like craft that hovered directly above them. Not only is your roof gone, but there's a fucking, fucking UFO above you. A classic flying saucer, no less. Yeah. yeah. Like see, vintage, like Harryhausen Earth versus type shit. Disc. Okay. Right. Discoidal. I love that word. Alarmed by this aerial apparition, Vladimir and his wife Olga made sure that their children were safe, then ran outside wearing only their sleeping clothes to get a better look at the thing that had made part of the roof vanish. The strange discoid vessel moved and was now floating approximately 300 feet away from their home, casting a nearly blinding white-violet luminosity across their property. So it's not hovering directly above their house anymore. It's a little bit away. All right. Shooting down. Literally petrified by the sight of this incandescent thing, both Olga and Vladimir found that they were unable to move. The pair weren't sure if they had been paralyzed by some external force or if they were simply frozen by shock. Then, without warning, Olga felt herself flowing, excuse me, floating in a slow spiraling motion as she rose toward the shimmering saucer. You're getting the classic tractor beam treatment. Tractor beam. Yeah, that's the that's deal. This is that what you do when you get too deal. close to the Death Star. Yep. What does it do? Travis Walton knows you get blasted back first, no, sucked in next. Death Star. Was yeah, but the, Death Star was, the Death Star was subtle. Because they were just approaching it, and then all of a sudden they're, they couldn't escape, and they're like, Ugh. But then they like, turn around, turn around, and he's like, oh, but we can't. We're caught. We're, we're in it. Yeah, we're in the beach. I feel like that was, just, that was just gravity at that point. But Oh, yeah. An object that large would have its own gravity. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure. How did Newtonian sure sure they say it was a tractor beam? Obi-Wan. Wom. I said Obi-Wan. 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 Master Star Wars here. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Kenobi. They 100% claim it was a tractor beam, but... They didn't show it. It wasn't like they showed up and there was like like Star Trek where it's so like, you need to tell me some tingly yeah. beam or anything. Fucking they, Jedi they Master Obi Wan Kenobi was like, "We're caught on a tractor beam," and Chris was like, "That's bullshit. It's the gravity of the Death Star. Really? He's a Jedi Master. Did you he knows. see the tractor beam? Well, yeah, because didn't, didn't they have to power it down? They said they did. Maybe did that you was just an extra obstacle. The tractor 
beam. <laughs> yes or no? Clear. Okay, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. All no right, one did. It? Why? Because it's it... not in the movie. <laughs> wow, this is why, this is why you hate clones. I fucking despise <laughs> clones. They're the worst. <laughs> no, I, uh, I don't want really to care about that. I'm just saying... A normal tractor beam is a beam, and you see it. All right, okay. But Whatever. in that move, Fine. that's the only... Right. Yeah, we're going to agree to disagree on Star Wars. I'm not saying it wasn't tractor beam. In all fairness... You're saying you couldn't see it. Olga's in a really tough spot right now, and I think we need to get back to her. All right, I'm sorry, Olga. She is slowly spinning upward in what seems to no, be... I want to find about beams. A classic <laughs> tractor beam like the kind never seen in Star Wars. I want to find about beams. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> be more! Well, if you remember in the script, the original writing... Eh, well said. You can see the beam. <laughs> yeah, and you can clear your beam. Oh, Chris just killed his mic. The terrified, if you'll let me, the terrified mother would never forget the unnerving sensation of being whisked skyward by some invisible force. No matter how hard she tried, Olga was unable to move her limbs. As shock set in, a growing ball of nausea began to form in the pit of her stomach. At the same instant, Vladimir stared in helpless horror as his wife slowly ascended into the air. Through sheer force of will, he broke free from his paralysis and lunged toward Olga, barely missing one of her twisting legs. Real quick, am I sensing martial arts training here? I'm. I'm I, 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 to, I, I, know, I don't want to get too deep. You're bold. It's right. early. Okay. You, you will have more time to assess this, okay. I assure you. But perhaps. Because very often, alien paralysis is something you cannot thwart. But if you're a martial arts expert, he managed to break the spell, dude. at least for a moment. What if he did like a Hadouken? Like a small Hadouken. The tiniest of Hadoukens. Like, Hadouken! Oh, Hadinky. <laughs> <laughs> that is the tiniest. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think I've died. I, I died. Oh, no, Mark just oh, died. No, I died. I, <laughs> Oh it's my fucking yeah, god. Just give it a second. Mark's work. recovering. <laughs> no, Mark's oh, no. his face is oh, fire no. engine around right now. He's fucking on fire. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's contain it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh, God. Get it out. All right. Get it out, man. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Accept your feelings. I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay. That was really bad. That was almost a dad joke. It was so bad. Vlad Hadinky. We can accept this. Oh, God. All right. All right, I'm back. I'm back. All right, here back. We go. Usually I'm the one that's dying. Yeah, I know no, it happens. Me. All, right. Happens. All, right. I All right, I'm, I'm dead. All right, I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Vladimir stared helplessly as his wife's spinning figure was lost in the violet hues of the hovering craft, almost certainly wondering if this was destined to be the last time he would ever see a spouse. He then felt his well-honed muscles constrict, locking his limbs into place as he once again lost control of his body. Oh, so he broke the, the spell fuck? for okay. a moment. Uh, now he's back. He's back. Okay. Like the invisible boa constrictor. It's like some Jean-Claude Van Damme type shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. It's hard to imagine that this was not far and away the most terrifying moment in both Olga and Vladimir's young lives, <clears throat> but it's distressing excuse me, distressing as this abduction by an alien force must have been, things were about to get a lot more frightening and a hell of a lot more weird. 
In one moment, Olga was being whisked up towards the belly of this presumably mechanical beast while her husband, a man who prided himself on his ability to protect his family from physical harm, could only stand and stare, powerless to move, much less intercede. In the next moment, both Olga and Vladimir suddenly found themselves standing side by side in a brilliantly lit white area. The couple was evidently nude and confined inside of a room within the larger expanse by a semi-transparent wall, or series of walls, that looked to them as if they were made of glass. Yeah, you don't want to pop into like an apple so you're store. Like, what a yeah. football field-sized apple store, like you say. But you're just naked. And you're and naked, you're just naked in the fucking, like, the, the plastic glass but cubicle But you're, you're with your wife, you're a significant other, so it's cool. It is not cool. No, if I'm going to be that naked in an I Apple mean, store, I want my wife listen, to be there. Nobody to be wants like, to just maybe it's show better, up but somewhere it's not naked cool. out of nowhere. Yeah, especially I in mean, the vast expanse of white inside some fucking acrylic tank. If that happens, you're either in a Kubrick film that you have no control over yeah. or a Jodorowsky film you have no control over. Yeah. Oh, my God. What would be <laughs> worse? You know, yeah. Kubrick was more mean-spirited, but Jodorowsky would fuck people up in yeah, weird ways. Really, yeah. Oh, they're both fucking nightmares. Yeah, they are. All right, so all right. Uh, Apple Store, you're nude. Nude. But you're with your significant walls. other, so you're fine. So, well, all right. I'm glad you feel that way. Yeah, I feel naked, like if oh, I was man. with somebody I cared about, it would be slightly better, but it would still be, oh, I don't know, horrible. No, it's, yeah, so fucked up. That's, you know, but that's me. What, right. what, what well, can I, I do? don't know. Mark all right. likes all right. nakedness. <laughs> Doesn't care. The shocked <laughs> pair, if I may, scanned their austere surroundings and found no sign of anything that resembled furniture, light fixtures, <clears> or control panels of any kind. With their minds already reeling, Olga and Vladimir simultaneously turned their heads and caught the first sight of their inhuman abductors. Oh, shit. It's on now. The eyewitnesses claimed that they were confronted by 11 enigmatic entities. Oh, That's a fucking tongue twister. That's the Sesame Street moment. 11 enigmatic entities. Oh, E3. One. E3. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Looming just beyond the invisible barrier. At first glance, these quasi-humanoid beings were not unlike the prototypical alien abductors commonly known as the greys. They had smooth grayish skin, bulbous craniums, black eyes, and three fingers on each hand. All right, it's kind of standard. What's more, these beings were short, standing slightly under four feet in height. It was an easy estimation for the couple to make as they both claimed that the creatures were no taller than Vanessa, their eldest daughter. So they're not... So it's a real-life comparison. They're not gigantic, though. They know how tall their daughter is. This is how tall these Remember, things are. Remember, Vladimir okay. is a martial arts expert. Does that affect his ability <sighs> to perceive height? Yes, of course well, it he does. he claims how? to be. He's throwing kicks. Then, he has to be able to measure height. Yep. What? what? Yeah. Oh. He doesn't demand his not need a tape measure. That is fascinating. It is. What do you think happens in dojos, dude? <laughs> yeah, that's get the tape, everyone. Let's figure this <laughs> out. Yeah, the, out. Yeah. The, yeah, they don't Just teach saying. you that. I, you know, I don't know. I've never, you know, I had one karate lesson when I was a kid. That's that's my fucking full extent. But I've watched plenty, oh, and Chris can attest to this, martial arts films. Yeah. We've, we've been there in the ditches. I've never seen the fucking measuring portion you gotta go to of the, the dojo, training dude. session. you got to go to the dojo. All right. They do not train for tape. They don't use tape measures. Saying. Four feet Believe fucking tall. Me. The man can throw a kick. The beings were also <sighs> almost completely sealed inside of skin-tight coveralls, complete with hoods and ninja-like masks that covered the lower portions of their face. <sighs> Perhaps alien hazmat suits. Or a warring clan. Or, or a warring... A 
fucking warring cl- fucking clan. Fucking Ronin. Yeah, exactly. That avoided the Shogun's fucking rule yeah, and now are on their dude. own in oh, the cosmos. It, how adorable if it was like a miniature scorpion sub-zero and like reptile. All right. If they were color-coordinated like that, dope. They'd be that so would be huggable. Oh, but let me finish. Babality. But as recognizable as these things would seem to be to anyone even vaguely familiar with ufological lore, there were two dramatic differences that seemed to indicate that the terrified victims were contending with something only superficially similar to the legendary greys. The first key variance had to do with the eyes, which was the only part of their face that was exposed. Although they were large, black, and seemed to lack pupils, Vladimir insisted that the shape of the eyes was unusual and, quote, unlike the popular image often shown in films about aliens from space. Unfortunately, he did not specify what form they took, but we can safely assume that they were not the classic almond shape. All right, so maybe they're like, uh, I, you know what? I almost think like fucking those creep, like, like sad puppy dog eyes, almost like the droopy cartoon, Aww, like weird triangles that are rounded at the bottom and go up. I don't know what could be so dramatically different from the classic it almond shape. Yeah, eyes. I, don't, I know what that means. Unless or maybe just normal human, like human ask looking eyes, or, or super Human-ish. round. Yeah, I wish be. he yeah. didn't say what they didn't look like and I, fucking right. said what they did. Yeah, yeah I, but we I, don't have. I know what that means. So right. what well, do we do? You know. The second discrepancy was more striking, as Vladimir noticed that these things were not standing on a pair of humanoid legs, but rather their torsos were perched on a single slug-like appendage, which they moved by squeezing muscles in their lower bodies in sequence. Oh, This created, yes, an undulating wave-like motion, which Vladimir compared to a caterpillar walking. So we've got these slugulons. They're like half-hot. Yeah. Yeah, they're like half, half hot. Half hot. Half yeah. Ninja gray. Are, okay. That's what we're dealing with. All right. I mean, kind of, still kind of cool. The hot no. ruins it a little bit, but. It's, it's odd. No, yeah, if you saw I mean, that, they should you have would had not. like horse no, legs would, or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, something centaur? Cool. Gray yeah, centaurs? Gray centaurs. That would be dope. Yeah, totally. But that's not what we're You're dealing with. You're just adding horror. <laughs> 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 so already horror. Just saying. Olga also spied what looked to her like rows of cephalopod-like suckers which rippled beneath their long, form-fitting suits as they moved. Uh, so not only are they fucking wait, huts, what? but they're like a single tentacle hut. So I, all I can think is like slug or, well, I mean, he said caterpillar, but caterpillars have fucking legs. What's the stick with a hut? So it's like got this tight suit goes all the way down to like this nub. Right. And they're kind of riding on it like slugs. Or, or snails or whatever. Or hot. And they seem to have like weird sucker type things that just keep pushing against their tight fitting suits that help them, uh, I don't know, be mobile. I, I, right. I don't even know how to picture this. It's gross. It, it, it's grubby. It's, yeah, it's, it's, but it's also kind of cute because if you had it in like stuffed animal it? form. It would probably be no, adorable. If you had like like a cute big head and little three fingers yeah. and like a little octopus bottom and it's like one of those glowworm dolls from yeah, the fucking totally. 80s or something. Come on, you'd hug the shit out of it. But it has to be in plush form. I, I don't. I no, these things are horrible. I'm to, just. I'm trying to make the best I don't know how to picture it. it. I'm just like. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm seeing. It's, it's, it's weird. All right, just all right. A gray. Like I get it. From belly button up, except clad in. I guarantee, if we ninja. all tried to draw it, it would be all three all very different. Probably. It, yeah. You know, you're probably right because it's really weird. I'm but just gonna I would draw Jabba the Hutt with a gray head and a scorpion mask. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Both witnesses claimed that these things moved so swiftly that it gave the impression that they were almost floating. But that also might have had something to do with the gravity inside of the craft. 
Vladimir and Olga stared at these surging caterpillar ninjas with a combination of fear and fascination. I couldn't help it. That's what I'm seeing in my head. Yeah. Sure. And that's when the 12th entity appeared. This being stood about six and a half feet tall and unlike its tinier counterparts, wore a loose draping tunic that concealed its face, giving the impression, perhaps, of being an intergalactic Grim Reaper. Whoa, the fucking Grim Reaper the shows grimmest. up. Well, well, okay, there's perhaps. an alien in a... I'm, All right, so it, it might just be a really comfortable tall thing. Yeah, I, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I, he, I said perhaps Maybe he's a fan. I see the worst case scenario. I was looking to transition into See You in Hell by Grim Reaper. Oh, bless your heart. You didn't exactly. say that. Oh, I know. I was just trying to sing it. Why, why if you were going to do that. You should just so you go there. my friend. I was just trying to. Okay, well, it's too late. Well, now it's a lesson right, learned. Fine. Don't ever fuck around. Just jump right to Grim Reaper Intergalactic Grim Reaper. Respect. Respect Grim Reaper. Perhaps the... The arrival of this tall being indicated that their quarantine was over, or maybe it was just a coincidence, but the moment it arrived was when the slug-like creatures swarmed into the glass room and began to congregate around the fearful Olga. With their three-fingered hands, they pulled her toward another section of the room where a strange, deep-set chair, which vaguely resembled a gynecologist's examination chair, had appeared out of nowhere. Not fucking good. No, that's the undope. Perfect. No. This, yeah. this is where That's the hot shit. This is where shit goes exponentially wrong quickly. Fair enough. All right. At the sight of his terrified wife being manhandled by these beings, Ugh. Vladimir was once again able to reclaim control of his body. The man's a fucking master. Fucking he John charged Claude. toward Olga, but ended up crashing headfirst into an imperceptible force field, <sighs> or as he called it, an invisible wall. Oh, man. So Same he's thing. there. Yeah. He snaps out. Like, who snaps out of alien paralysis? That never happens Dude, in abduction law. Well, he did Fucking didn't. Vladimir? Martial yeah. arts. Oh, it's a different breed of cat. The arts of the martial. Oh, they're used to probing yeah, willy-nilly. Why are you, all of a sudden are you throwing martial arts into this? Because maybe he has more fortitude. Well, because he happens to be a martial arts instructor. I think that's why yeah, you're so maybe no, like, I know. I understand. He's able yeah, to but, like, concentrate and use, do the fucking, the, 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 the dinky Hadouken thing. Yeah. You never hear about a Shaolin monk being abducted. Now, I'm not saying it's That's never happened. Because they abduct greys. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They Chuck Norris that this shit. This is some Chuck Norris shit. I'm just saying. I, I just feel like Invisible it's... fucking wall. That's where we're at. Noting his distress and conceivably even impressed by his ability to move while under whatever psychic or chemical sedation that they were employing, Two of the little caterpillar people advanced on the perturbed husband who screamed out the only question that made sense to him at that moment. What's going on, guys? Uh, see, I don't know if that'd be my first. That is deep. I know, sometimes that, you do that. Yeah, I know, but. Do you remember when also one showed up? It's like, hey, so... dog, what's up? Or whatever the fuck he <laughs> yeah, said. What's up, it was dude? like, so yeah. like, relax. You know, yeah. he's got his drill bit hand and 15 elk in his fucking queue. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. hey, buddy. What's happening? Uh, well, this is this, this is Vladimir talking, talking to the weird to the aliens. caterpillar aliens. What is going What's on, going guys? On? Yeah, What's no, going on, guys? It's to the point. It's decent yeah. block. Let's do it. I don't know if I would have added guys because that's presumptuous to assume a they're male and b that they're I don't yeah. know, anything remotely. But yeah, when I say whatever. guys, that just no, to me a group of I people. That, I say it to group of people. All does time, not too. matter who. Would, like, but but I'm, oddly is. enough, and maybe this is part of our patriarchal society. I've never walked into a room and said, "What's up, gals." But guys, to me, is a gender non-specific. Me too. Group that's how that's reference. how I view it, and yep. that's how goddamn it, Vlad did it. I'm sure. Oh, oh, all right, cool. Can we just be I'm cool just with making, this? All right, everyone, calm down. The entities locked calm eyes down. with Vladimir, and he suddenly heard their voices ringing out in his head as they telepathically responded in perfect yet icy cold Ukrainian. And this is what they said: "Nothing terrible. Soon you will be back home." Nah. So uh, he's like, "What's going on, guys?" They're like, "Hey." 
Nothing terrible. Yeah. Which is weird. It's not like saying it's all good. It's like nothing terrible. I yeah, mean, why, maybe it's awful. But why bring up terrible? I don't know. Why? Because it's not quite down to that level. Yeah. This is not good. Okay. You all know, right, right. I don't think I would trust. Also, this. we gotta remember this is being translated from the Ukrainian. So <clears throat> okay. But the aliens were speaking to him psychically in Ukrainian. In perfect, yeah, icy cold Ukrainian, I have to add. Okay. Okay. Christopher oh. later to be doing an, an impression of some icy cold Ukrainian. Ukrainians, yeah, yeah, of course. Needless to say, they are your people. You are your people. You can figure this out. They are excellent. Enraged, Vladimir pushed the two creatures away and shouted, "I am not satisfied with that." Whoa! <laughs> this is when <laughs> that's how it goes, dude. This is when you get a roadhouse, somebody. Yeah, that's when yeah, Swayze you get your and roadhouse Elliot pants up. and your roadhouse boots and roadhouse your roadhouse. Pants. Yeah, this exactly. is the Chuck Norris flex yeah, jeans. Yeah, of course, when you got your roadhouse pants. Without warning, two more black-eyed assailants lunged up and seemed to almost glide through the air before they grabbed onto his arms and legs in an attempt to subdue him. But what these outlandish entities could never have known was that Vladimir Voroneshky was not merely a martial arts instructor. He was a fuck-sucking professional wrestler. Oh, They didn't realize. Shit. That's a double-barreled shotgun of you might. You done fucked up, They fucked up. Son. They're so used to, it. like... Probing people in the American no, Midwest man. and just bend over and cry about it later to a hypnotherapist. They didn't know what they were fucking going to face. Dude, you got Chuck Norris and one of the Steiners all in one. It's badass. Yeah. that He got the Swayze of... He got, got Steiner. The yeah. Eastern Block Swayze. The Eastern Block Swayze. Absolutely. Swayze. Two more floating fiends. God damn it. Two more floating fiends glommed onto his extremities from behind. It was now six against one, and Vladimir knew that the odds were stacking up against him. But instead of succumbing to the panic that was no doubt gnawing at the base of his skull, he employed his years of training in various martial arts schools, cleared his mind, and resolved to kick some extraterrestrial ass. And this is where you go full fucking roadhouse. Chuck Norris tornado of punches and kicks. Ivan Norris. Ivan Norris. Yeah, well said. Exactly. This is where you fucking start windmilling people into the fucking ground. <laughs> His mind, reeling with potential defensive measures, Vladimir first elected to employ a series of Ushu wrestling moves so as to free himself from the four creatures grasping at him. It worked like a charm, and he set the globular noggin aggressors flying in various directions. Oh, shit. I like the globular noggin. Intergalactic yeah, I, I don't even know how to picture that. Well, just a big round head. Vladimir well, braced himself for more attackers, but was astounded to see that most of these strange beings ignored him, while the ones he had managed to punch or kick off would simply tumble through the air, regain their bearings, and fly straight back at the frenzied fighter like fleshy boomerangs. Oh, shit. Undeterred, Vladimir continued to fight off his surprisingly strong adversaries, only to watch in mounting frustration as they continued their gravity-defiant gymnastics and zoomed back at him, ready to continue their apparently everlasting onslaught they just don't stop it won't end clearly Fuck. all during the bout these creatures would stare into the professional fighter's eyes so i'm going to pause here it seems like they can't make a psychic link with him unless they're staring into his eyes at least based on the report so far all right, solid. so all during the fight they would stare into the professional fighter's eyes with their own inky black orbs and repeat the same question over and over why do you resist us vladimir gave them the only reply he could think of his fists. Oh, you know why? When words don't work. 
But even while locked in the frenzy of combat, the father of three noted something odd about the way these beings communicated. Although they spoke his native tongue flawlessly, there were no traces of accent or timber in the words. And as if that weren't weird enough, Vladimir noticed that though he was doing his level best to inflict serious damage on his opponents, at no time did they either sound exasperated or hostile. It was almost as if his floating foes were emotionless automatons. Ah, uh, he's just fighting some they fucking just, they punch. Punch fucks. Like the Grays, like they seem he, to be like they might be nothing. He's robots fighting fucking punching or bags. fleshy. I don't know, Weird. slaves that don't really <clears throat> have feelings. So the Grim Close. Reaper is the one in charge. This Hallucinations. Hell, He's the yeah. one that cares. All right, here you go. Although their words may have been docile, these gut-sliding greys had evidently had enough of Vladimir's bellicose behavior, and two of the entities approached him wielding ominous-looking metallic rods. Whoa. These metallic rods oh, are foreboding, rod and they're gonna ha- something's going to happen. But I have to say, gut-sliding is not a fucking misnomer. That's actually what they call how... Caterpillars and slugs is move. Gut sliding? Oh, gut sliding. I, 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 you know, of course, you Google it and you're like, how do these things move? What's it called? Gut sliding. Weird. That's weird. Yeah. I did not know that. I loved it. I weird. didn't know that so either. So these are now gut sliding grays. All right. Perfect. I know. It was awesome. Sweet. They have metallic rods, two in each hand. So that's four. Okay, let's go. Wait, what if it's a Batons of, of fear. Four rods. Or what if it's huts with force pikes? Oh, there you go. Force pikes. Mm-hmm. All right. Despite the martial artist's vigorous defense, the now eight beings finally managed to overtake him and, to his shock, shoved all four rods into his chest. Ooh. Sucks. Not, not good. Vladimir was unable to recall the pain of the penetration, but he suddenly felt himself completely paralyzed. He was sure that his life would be over in a matter of moments. The metal shafts now embedded in his torso had almost certainly penetrated his lungs and possibly even his heart. Oh, Jesus. They actually went through? Fucking through. I thought it was like, a, oh, we got the tickler. Oh, we got the fucking... Yeah, like yeah, little, the, the little fucking, touch thing. Yeah, the fucking... Tickler. Tickler, yeah. Tickler, yeah like all fairness, electronic. Like, no, or, uh, like a fucking... Like, like a, the cattle uh, prod tickler was actually a real prod, thing yeah. in uh, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. The, the guy uh, used it on his was, fucking, I don't know, yeah, manservant or whatever. Yeah, but this is... Different. But this is different. Why this would, is real why would you, life, sir. The tickler. The, the fucking, the, the French electric tickler. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I wasn't going to go there, but uh, you why? did. Because it's hilarious. Tickle Despite stash. the lack of pain, Vladimir knew that with injuries like these, he would likely drown in his own blood. Oh, shit. He knows, he knows his body. He knows the way. He's fucking Perfect. martial artist. you penetrate all your fucking lungs, all two of them, yeah. it's trouble. He's <laughs> fucked. Incapacitated and helpless, all the despairing husband and father could do was watch in frozen horror as the creatures dragged his besieged wife toward the sinister, chair-like object on the other side of the glass room. Oh, no. We all know what's going on with that chair. Yeah, chair-like. It's a bad Gynecological chair. nightmare. It's, a... it's like fucking Cronenberg early 80s yeah it's bad perhaps somewhere in his whirling mind Vladimir realized the ghastly truth that as grave as his injuries might be what these things were about to do with his wife would be much much worse oh and that's where we're gonna leave it off the end of part one you don't even know stick around next week part two I don't even know god I hope we live to do it the conclusion you guys will be haunted by your inability to know what happened the conclusion of Vladimir and Olga yeah. What's going to happen to Olga? The dub no abductors. It's crazy. You got the, the tall tunic clad fuck face. You got the little yeah. slug knots. The slug knots are kind of interesting because that's not really ever a description that we've ever heard of. No. No, it's not at all. They're so gray like. Yeah. Right. So fucking not. <clears throat> yeah. 
That's what blows my mind. But the tunic guy, man, that's like the fucking emperor, dude. To, to bring in more Star Wars references, I, he's like the emperor. He, he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. He's gonna palpatine your ass into the fucking. Ground. I will. I will give this. He definitely has more of a presence in part two. I know, man. See, this sucks because I got part two in my email box and I want to read it, but I don't. Don't read it. I don't want to read it. Let me read it in my own incapacitated style next week. So, yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to round this up at the end of next episode. So thank you all so very much for joining us for the Kryptonite Podcast. Again, this is part one of the Dub No Abductors. Couldn't remember what we were talking about. That's why I Thank came you so through. very much. Dub No the Dub No Abductors. Um, <laughs> so yeah, stick around next week, part two. Uh, as always, uh, socials, Instas, Twitters, and Facebooks. Be sure to hit us up there. Thank you all so very much for the interaction. We appreciate it. Oh, we um, love it. In Ooh, fact. I'm yeah. on uh, I as in Mark. I'm in the Instas and the Twitters. He is on yeah. everything. And, uh, Chris Rob and I and visit Chris. Facebook occasionally. I mean, yes, I'm on Facebook, Facebook. That's so, it. Um, but I read all of it, and I love all of it. As I said earlier, fucking comment. Anything you want to say, comment. Yeah, absolutely. And but, if you have a specific question, I will do my make sure that you tag Rob in your comments so he can see it. That's true. Because then if you send an email or a DM, then I got to forward it to him. And then I'm oh, like, it's a pain in his hey, dick. did you check yeah. your email? And, and more importantly, like, I, I, check an email. I don't check my email. I check my email thri-weekly. I don't even think no, bi-weekly. you don't even do that. No, you like don't every do three that. weeks I no, glance at my email. Do. I fucking hate. Really? I mean, it's I not. I love people. I hate the bullshit. I know. I hate electronics. I, just, I email you a lot. I read old books and write stories and hang out with my friends. I email you really no, sweet I things don't. about you. Do you really? Yeah, all the time. Oh, then why don't you tell me? Why don't you text me? Because then I'll, I'll get a text and then you'll be like, just... there's a sweet thing in your email, Rob, read it. It's about you. <sighs> you have sweet, to check sweet the email. Irish headband. You're like a really deformed <laughs> looking fucking Larry deformed. Bird. <laughs> Larry. Really? Larry Bird. <laughs> yeah. Larry Bird is not like the fucking exactly. paragon of handsomeness. He was a fine basketball player, but the fact that I look like a deformed fucking Larry Bird actually, is hurtful. You know what? I'm going to take wow. that back and say that you're actually much better looking than Larry Bird. Wow. You, okay, you're you're nice pro- save. <laughs> nice fucking save. What's that? Proformed? Yeah, Larry Bird. That fucking troglodyte. Fuck oh, him. That's great. You're proformed. No, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I gotta say this. Thank you, Lisa Hoff, again for the fucking uh, birthday gift of the sweet Irish oh, head and wristbands, which have kept sweat out of my eyes. They work very since well. Since we're go, and you are fashionable fucking dude. I didn't even, th- I didn't even plan on wearing the wristbands all pod. But I, yeah, now, I see no, it. I like them. They're you know, cool. I seem to read better with them. So I guess it's now it's on. It's on. Like yeah, it. you have That's to what have happens. every time. I'm a superstitious creature. That's what's going on. No, I there hear you. Go. Yeah. Uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. Uh, thank you all so very much for everyone that supports us over there. $1 yeah, will get you totally. a shout out. $5 will get you a shout out. And some bonus audio where we may make some Five. incriminating statements. Incriminating? No, controversial. We controversial statements over there about cocaine. But whatever. And other things. <laughs> Five bucks a month for this garbage. Yeah, really. Do it. I know. Garbage. Yeah, I know. really. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. And and eventually, I know we've Garbage. been promised this forever, we will have additional tiers. Listen, which we're going to offer you more glory beyond we've additional tests. audio. It's are, happening. You, are you prepared for possible video? That's I all know. I'm saying. Oh, are you prepared? Are we pretty enough to do it, though? We're very pretty. You're a handsome bastard. Well, so are you. I mean, compared to but Larry Chris Bird. Chris is fucking devastating. You fucker. Yeah. I swear <laughs> to God. You know, in all fairness, I will I will give you like the literal facts. If I was Larry Bird and someone looked at me and be like, you are a fucked up Larry Bird. Because right. I don't look anything like Larry Bird. So, <laughs> no. under those paradigms, yes, I'm Fine. a mutated Larry Bird. There you go. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm still real skeptical. That was a shady, backhanded <laughs> oh, fucking stop. compliment. My comments are never My backhanded. My Irish pride 
Still loves fucking Larry Bird, but you, oh, sir. Oh, jeez. All right, so there you have it. Thank you all so <laughs> very much for joining us. And yeah. stick around next week for part two. But is out. I'm telling you, part two Dude. is fucking worth it. This was fun. Part two is bat balls to the wall fun. Fuck. It is nuts. So maybe I'm overhyping it, but I'm not because I wrote it. So... The first part is fucking good. The second part is tits up McGillicuddy. Also, real quick, P.S. from Mark. Uh, September is here. Halloween is coming up. Send, is coming up. Yep. We want to figure Can't out something for Halloween, possibly. So send us some ideas for Halloween cryptids. Is that a thing? Yeah, no, well, maybe. It's Bigfoot a witch. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is Bigfoot a pumpkin? I don't know. The Great Pumpkin, the Mothman Some Pumpkin. particularly oh, creepy Halloween stories, because we can do paranormal shit know, in the October. We? Why, we can wait, do whatever the, the fuck we want. Ooh, the, the Great Pumpkin. Yeah, the Great Pumpkin. Is the Great Pumpkin real? The Great Sasquatch. I feel like it's a Charlie Brown invention, but we we should look up the Great yeah, Pumpkin. We really should. Because right, cool. as much as I know Charles Schultz fucking whipped that shit up, as a kid, there was times when I thought, of course, I'd never give up trick-or-treating, but I thought, no. just maybe. All right, just well, maybe a we pumpkin. need to. But there are gods of harvest. There are. Maybe we was can he do... fucking tapping into like some Samhain deep oh, shit? That's what I'm was saying. he getting into a Schultzian? Well, it's German, but Schultzian. maybe it's some Irish in there. I think Danzig was there. Was he Danzig, made... Danzig, of course, was Danzig there. Was Danzig there? Was was Eri Vaughn there? He Danzig was, was Vaughn, not was there. Was Eri Vaughn there? How pagan is Peanuts? Is the real question all we will right. be answering next October. Thank you all so very much. Send us in some emails yeah. uh, for <laughs> October. Next October. And yeah, talking. I don't even know the <laughs> October that's <laughs> coming. Yeah. Is it this October? I see. I never know how to say it. Yeah. I'm always like, let's hang out next week. And someone's like, it's this week. I'm like, this week is right now. That's next week. Yeah, it's a week away. Ne- but I fuck it up all the time. Right. We'll be talking to you soon. All right. Bye. I don't Bye. know what week this is. Bye.